guys, this is Craig, and I'd like to welcome you to the Black Sheep Experience. Thank you for spending your time here on the podcast. And as always, um, I, I deeply honor and appreciate uh, you being here and you hanging out with me for a, a little bit of space here, a little bit of time. So thank you so much. Uh, you are deeply appreciated. Also, welcome to day seven of the 21 days of uh, magical theory. And so, yeah, welcome to lesson seven. And um, so we have begun to do magic and we um, are starting to really dive into our visualizations, setting intentions, beginning to really experience ourselves as magical beings and what that would look like, right? Which you should have written uh, all that down in your magical record. Um, If you haven't done lesson six, the magical me meditation, um, you should probably go and do that before proceeding with this lesson or any of the lessons to follow because that's an important meditation um, and so so please do that if you haven't if you haven't done so yet so one of the things I really want to talk to you about before we dive deeper into our magical practice into our magical working is um, something that can be a hindrance and it's called a lust for result and it's a bit of a tough one um, to understand because magic is about getting results, right? I mean, it truly is a tool to assist uh, an individual in aiding one to kind of get what they want. So how is it if you're working magic for something, you don't lust, as it were, for a result? And what does that even mean? So let's spend a little bit of time talking about this because it's it's really critically important. So lust is an interesting word, right? Because it implies desperation. And I understand desperation, and so do you, I'm sure. So lust by definition is usually intense or unbridled desire, an intense longing or craving. So lust is an unhealthy form of desire. Uh, And why is that? Because it's clearly unbridled, unfocused, and in some cases very unconcentrated. In other words, the desire for the thing has become so desperate that it is undirected, right? Um, and there's really a great Bible verse, actually, that that I think explains it. And it's James chapter 1, verse 14 and 15. But every man is tempted when he is drawn away by his own lust and enticed. Then when lust has conceived, it brings forth sin. And sin, when it's finished, brings forth death. Um, and I think that that Bible verse applies perfectly to what we're talking about because lust is something that um, occurs when we're overly enticed, overly fixated, overly consumed, and it brings forth its own it, its own sin, right? And sin bring, brings forth its own death. So unbridled desire or lust actually has the opposite effect um, in a magical working. So during a magical working you are or there should be a part of your spell that creates an intense visualization of the thing desired 
So there should be a portion of your spell where you identify. So let's say it's a new job. So typically you would want to clearly visualize uh, the result and there would be a portion of your working with which you would identify the desired result as if you already have it right so you already have the job you already have the money you already have the car you see it you feel it you smell it all of that right it's an intense visualization and you are saying to the universe this is how it should be and you are creating a connect in your own subconscious mind and your subconscious mind connects with the quantum or the ether or whatever you want to call it and it also programs you to do actions that are in line with the desired uh, magical spell that you're doing, that you've created, right? So that is to say, magical works on the metaphysical level, as we spoke of in the first and second lessons, um, and the accompanying work should also be happening in the physical realm, right? So you want the job, that means you do the magical working, and then you do the associated or the accompanying works to create the desired outcome. Um, and on day nine, we'll talk about constructing a spell uh, or a ritual and lay out some of those parts, but, but, but I digress. So when we're talking about lust of result, we're talking about becoming so connected and desperate for the result that you're actually creating an opposite magical effect. And this is why. Lust is unbridled want and burning for what you don't have. When you lust for a result, the magic is focused on the lack. And it means you aren't really expecting change. You're kind of just wishing for it, hoping for it, craving for it, but you're not identified with it being yours. And since magic is so organic and natural and holistic, magic uh, a spell touches your subconscious it connects with your mental state your emotional state your words your actions magic will amplify your feeling of gain or your feeling of lack so magic spells and, and rituals very often are a mental emotional intellectual metaphysical transmutative act where you are going through one state to another emotionally intellectually metaphysically and subconsciously and consciously there's really a lot happening in these spells and rituals you are setting all kinds of power into motion and so hear that one more time in a spell or ritual you are setting all kinds of power into motion know that because this is real alchemy right the the early alchemists believed life could be changed through uh, prolonged transmutation right um, and 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 that may be true but magic comes through exhaustive transmutation right Magic comes through exhaustive transmutation, conscious, subconscious, metaphysical, emotional, intellectual, and all of those should undergo, for lack of a better word, an alchemical process. 
So you enter the process of a spell without lust, without the lust for the result, without the, without the hoping that this will work. You enter a spell with the mental process of power and confidence and trust, and you work through the spell, release the spell or fire the spell into being, and the next process is literally to detach from it. And so this is why a true um, magical work has quite a lot connected to it. You want to be in a quiet space, a, a place of concentration. You um, want to have worked through your emotions, right? Through your, um, your mental state. And when you're desperate, you sabotage the magic because you're just firing more desperation into your emotion, into your intellect, into your conscious, into your subconscious, into the metaphysical realm, the quantum into every fiber of your being. And so you want to be sure when you come to a place where you're doing spell work that desperation, um, even ill intention, all those things are kind of out of the way. Sure, you have a desire for your result and you channel that desire into your spell or ritual through a clear and strong emotional and intellectual place of health right and then you release that spell and you detach from it and then you simply wait for the synchronicities the opportunities and uh, the spell slowly works its way into um, manifestation so what you have then when you work a spell or a ritual is a process of of connecting with really every fiber of your physical and metaphysical being and you're connecting all of these things see a spell um, as Scott Cunningham said this isn't demons and, and, and devils and all these kinds of things this is every aspect of what it is to be human it's the natural organic process of bringing together all that you are it's a God-given process, and I literally believe that. It's a God-ordained process where your mental, your emotional, your intellectual, your subconscious, your metaphysical properties, they're all coming together to create a magical working. And so when you come into the space of doing a spell or doing a ritual, if you have this lust for result, oh my God, I just gotta have her back, or I gotta have him back, or I, I, I gotta have this, I gotta have that job, I gotta have... What you're saying to your emotions, what you're saying to your intellect, what you're saying to your subconscious, what you're saying to your conscious, what you're saying to the metaphysical realm, the quantum, is I don't have. And by doing that, you actually produce more lack. And um, so that's what lust for result is. What you want to do is harmonize with the visualization. Harmonize emotionally, uh, mentally, subconsciously what it feels like to have the thing that you want. I mean, really feel it. 
and then you release the spell, right? After you, you release that into the ether, as it were, and then you forget about it. And the reason that you forget about it is because you've set this intention. You've deeply set this intention in your conscious, your subconscious, your emotional, your mental facilities, your metaphysical. You've set that deep intention <clears throat> and now you let all those things go to work because they understand the intention. They've identified with it. They believe that it's theirs and all those processes begin to work together to bring this thing to pass. Now, sometimes people will ask me, what are, what are ways of letting go of the results, right? What are ways of letting go, setting the attention and walking away from it? So there's a couple of popular ways to do that. And, and one of the ways is to write that down on a piece of paper, right? Or uh, create a sigil. And we'll talk about sigils in the next lesson. Um, so, so don't worry about that yet. And then you, during the spell, after you've completed the working, you just burn that piece of paper with the sigil or the, or the statement on it, right? I have a small cast iron cauldron, and you can get these on Amazon or anywhere, and they're just a small little cauldron made of cast iron. Um, but you just, you know, you just put your paper in there and, and burn it, and what you're really doing mentally is saying, you know, this is finished. This is done. I mean, for some of you, uh, you could even say amen. So let it be, right? Um, that type of thing. Um, others say so mote it be. That's a popular witch phrase. But what you're doing is you're closing the spell, you're closing the ritual, and you are done thinking about the issue. You're now letting it come to pass. Um, some people will put it in a bowl of water and they'll let it dissolve and that's fine too. Others will bury it in their yard or someplace. You can really create your own way. All you're trying to do is let go of the work, let go of the desire, let go of the want, and begin to live as if it had already happened. And now you're just waiting for the manifestation. Okay, so that's something that we kind of needed to talk about a little bit, this, this thing that we call lust for result, because your magical workings need to be something that are very organic and harmonious, um, and not only are you, not only are you coming into unity or bringing in the universe into unity with you, but you're also bringing yourself into unity with the universe, right? So it's a twofold thing. You're doing two things here. Remember, the universe is you, and you are the universe. And and I'm not saying that you're God before anybody loses it out there, right? But but you are the universe and the universe is you. There is no separation between you and the universe. So in a magical working, what you're doing is you're, being, you're bringing the universe in harmony with you and you're bringing you in harmony with the universe. And that doesn't happen when things contrary to the universe, like jealousy or lust or greed or any of those kinds of things, are involved in our magical working. Um, you'll produce the exact opposite result. All right? Okay, guys, hopefully that makes sense. If not, again, um, the DMs on Instagram are wide open for you. For, for those of you that have sent questions in, I hopefully have answered them all, I think so. The uh, Black Sheep Experience at gmail.com, that is open for you. Feel free to reach me. 
I'm sorry, to reach out to me and ask me any questions that you might have. I'm more than happy to try to answer this. Really what I'm hoping this do, this does for you is give you some strong footing to begin your own magical practice, right? And uh, in a way that feels safe for you and honors who you are as a magical being. All right, guys, I will talk to you tomorrow. Done.